Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. X-Pac 12360, featuring weekly news, insider commentary, and interviews with superstars, past and present from the world of pro wrestling. A new day is dawning for DX. And now, your host, Sean X-Pac Wolfman. Welcome to X-Pac 12360, everyone. I'm your host, Sean X-Pac Wolfman. What's going on? Uh, this is the day after Halloween episode, <laughs> and uh, that being said, we have our usual suspects over on the couch. But Jimbo's got me looking like I'm looking in a in a mirror. Twenty five years ago, no, not twenty five, more like twenty years ago. Yeah, that, that's how I looked on the doll. You had on the yeah. the doll. Yeah. I'm sorry, the action figure. Where's this from? Ninety. 98, 99, something like that. 97. Come on. Jack Specific Bone Crusher, 1997. Oh, yeah. It was still 1997 when I showed back up there, wasn't it? Yeah. They cool. had it ready. They knew. Yeah. They knew. They didn't know. You're ready to go. Yeah, you see that? I, know, I didn't wear the red bandana very much because um, because of the Crips and the Bloods thing. I was about to really? say that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was right. that like a, someone else told you don't do that? No, or you just I think knew, I like, hey, I should probably already. not wear this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Being that we appropriate a lot of stuff from the uh, from the gangster gangster rap world, like I already knew these things. Mm. So, uh, yeah, when I showed back up on on Raw the day after uh, WrestleMania, I actually had the the dark blue. Uh, um, was it the dark blue? I think yeah. it was the first night on Raw. Yes, yeah. the dark blue bandana mm-hmm. because. It's not that easy to find a black bandana out there, folks. Really? You get At plenty. least it wasn't. No. You can, I mean, you can find them in, in a variety pack with a white one and a blue one oh, and a no. red one. Go but... to the hood with a blue slot. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 don't, I figured it out. But yeah. you buy they'll them. be sold out they, of red and blues, yeah, but they'll have tons of black They have ones black, there. they have blue, they have oh, pink, sure. they have green. 50 cents, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where are you going to sloss and swap me? No, there's a hood up in um, Panorama Pan- Pan- City. I get a whole bunch of them. <laughs> It's the right price. Champagne, <laughs> like one of the Rock and Roll Express, just bandanas yeah, all over yeah. you. I have a they knew where to go. Yeah, when I work out, wear different um, so, bandanas. So. Yeah, but I, I can only find like uh, them in you know just not a, not a package of black ones. There's only yeah. single. It's, the bandana industry is racist as a mother. But I'm very I'm flattered that. Uh, that you took the time to dress well, up like thank you. I appreciate like it. the old me. Yeah. I went specifically for the Bone Cruncher action figure because yeah. this is your first action figure I ever got. Well, and I used to play with it. Excellent job. <laughs> and, and we got baby Lula sitting. She has a nice tutu on. It's yes, a wonderful it's dress. It's beautiful, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. It yeah. Oh, did your mom get her this one too? No, my daughter did. My, oh. And it actually, all the stuff my mom got her doesn't fit. It's all way oh. too big. 
or the because the reason why the first ones were, were too small and then she overcompensated. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's a whole other story like a for a different babe, show. Yeah. Yes, and she's tuckered out from this weekend. Oh, next to baby Lula is the lovely Denise. Hey Salcedo. everyone, happy November by the way. Just yeah. in case anyone didn't realize, this year is flying by really fast. Which which fast. reminds me, I want to I want to congratulate. Um, my friend Ron Funches, yeah, uh, Bert, no Kre- yeah, Bert Kreischer, is it Tom Segura, Ari Shafir? I think Joe Rogan did it. Joe Rogan, yeah. uh, they all. I'm pretty sure they all made it successfully through sober October. Is that what they called it? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Nice. I yeah. thought it was no toke October. Whatever. Either way. <laughs> Stupid October. Yeah. Dumbass October. Ron Funches' tweet was really funny. Like, my days are so long and dreaming is way overrated. <laughs> I, you know what? Here's the thing. I I have plenty of vivid dreams, and I I haven't not had cannabis in my system in a, quite a long time, and my dreams are very vivid, and, uh, and I remember them as well. So uh, I don't know if I subscribe to that, you don't dream on pot. That's bullshit. Like, Joe Rogan says his were extremely vivid and very animalistic like caveman style oh when he what when he during the during the sober thing yeah during the no joke yeah yeah so that i don't know it was weird yeah i'm i'm just fine with how my dreams work yeah they work they work fine anyways so um over here on on the table with me with me, my table. We're the uncool people. That's just right. We're at the kids' table. It's fine. That's right. <laughs> no. Up here. Up here, not down there. <laughs> oh, Wait, stop. but Lula's with us. So she's right. technically our she's my, team captain. She's my kids. Yeah. <laughs> we got... We got Mark P. Donica. Is it P? It's B. Oh, B. (laughs) P's for pissed off. But hey, it's uh, wonderful to be back on the show, to be uh, at the table. Unfortunately, we're missing Bill Hanstock today, but I hope to fill the void as as well as I could for him. I'm just praying that everything's okay with Bill's cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Um, head over to Sundown Motel, that's his Twitter account, and just let him know you're thinking of him and send him some good thoughts because he needs them. Yeah. We love Bill. And, uh, Ah, the beautiful TK Trinidad, right? The closest to me. (laughs) On the table. On your table. But I don't know. Actually, you're about, I I don't think you could get any closer to Mark there. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're actually, it's like, siblings are like, I'm not touching. (laughs) We're like, just that close. TK's rocking the the six-pot version of Sean Walton. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Where's your bandana, woman? uh, Oh, man. You want to buy those 50 cent bandanas. <laughs> Speaking of six puck, did you see Ringside Collectible Ringside Fest was in New York this week and they revealed you're getting your first ever six action figure? <laughs> That's not cool to you? Finally! <laughs> I mean, you never had one before. Now you have one of every one of your characters in an action figure. So now you'll probably get a three pack of all three of them together. Yeah. You, cool. you might be the Black Friday special this year. Yeah. Who knows? It could be. Here's yeah. the funny part about those the six the six action figure and, and, and everything that I wore when I was six. It was all like mix match random uh, old tights and shit that I had like Conan bring from Mexico or whatever. Because I was telling you guys that we didn't have seamstresses when, when, when Morrison was here. Mm-hmm. We didn't have seamstresses in WCW. Mm-hmm. So if we couldn't get the girls from WWE to keep making our stuff, it was like, you know, you're on your own. And uh, I don't know why it was about... Oh, I know. That's why. Because 
Is that six doll, the six action figure? Like the costume I'm wearing there was just like some mixed match ass, you know. It says thug. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Taz. Yeah, someone did it before you, Taz. <laughs> he actually came to me. He goes, I didn't know you did that. Really? Yeah, and he probably, maybe he didn't. I'm, I'm assuming probably didn't. Was maybe. that his way of saying like, like, no, that's mine? Like, I didn't know you did that, but I do that. So like, don't okay. do it. You're, You're welcome man, to whatever. People are welcome to stuff I'm not using anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I can't imagine where I got that thug on my uh, on my stomach idea from. <laughs> 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 and then it said notorious down the side. Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! You like rock music? It was either on the side or it was either on the side or on my ass. I can't remember which one uh, said notorious on it. Oh my god! Notorious. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah just cultural appropriation at its finest. Any so comment? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I admit it. That's true. But, yeah. you know, I think we all, like, I think the general consensus is as, as long as you know where it's, the, okay, as long as you acknowledge where it's coming from. So, like, yeah. box braids did not star on Kim K. Like, as long as you kind of know where that's coming from, then there's not an issue. And also, don't do blackface, which people didn't get that memo yesterday either. So. Some people did. Most people did, but there's some people who didn't. I didn't get it back in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you forced to do that? I remember you telling the story about forced? that. Forced? No, no one can. I, I, I wish I could say I was forced, but I mean, I, 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 I protested. Yeah. I protested. And that was a little, well, at least you tried. Yeah. I'll give you that much. Some people just. I've had people tell me. I've had people on both sides tell me on both sides of that. Oh, no, it was. Oh, I'm going with the, I wish I hadn't have done it almost. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, some people thought it was great or whatever, and that's fine, but yeah. I, I just, I didn't know. I've we, already talked about this. Yeah, we mentioned yeah, it. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is, people, typically people know, they kind of gauge where your heart is, and for instance, the whole Bill Maher thing that happened months ago, people were still upset, but they kind of let him, like, all right, you know, you're still... You're still about the cause, so we'll kind of let you slide on this one. It's kind of one of those things, and that you don't seem like that type of person that will. Wow! Speaking of which, you know, like man, at Ralphie's at Ralphie's memorial, mm-hmm. there were more n bombs dropped on stage that night. I was like looking around for all the black people in the audience, <laughs> one, looking for their reaction to it. Like it's hmm. comedy; it's a little bit Gee, different. I know, but still, fortunately, but yeah, yeah, I get because, it. Because um, what's his name does it all the time too? Um, uh, Louis. Louis Anderson? Louis C.K. Not Louis oh, Louis C.K. Yeah, he's done it on his um, stand-up before, too. So He got a ghetto pass? Well, kind of, sort of, yeah. Really? He, Both of them kind of love him. He, he took it, at, at, the, at least one of the, the bits that I saw him utilize it with is, is how language works and how usage is important, but it's also still important to know where it comes yeah. from. It's a very complex thing where the punchline hit really hard. Um, but... All I'm... Boy, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it like and, and include it in a joke, that joke better mm-hmm. crush. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things. Crushed. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> one of those things. It's like a fifty-fifty. I, I I I would rather people not use it, but if you use it, just be aware that there might be a time where I, if I give you a pass, the person down the block might not. That's right. So that's all on you. You mean all black people don't have the same opinion on everything? No, unfortunately not. Get out. Don't speak for all of them. Can you put the... Uh, <laughs> I was going to timestamp on this. The Canadian, West Indian background does not have the same opinion of every other black person in the world, okay. unfortunately. I 
I think I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so as a direct transition, how's your weekend? Yeah. Oh, you know what? It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, I flew into Minneapolis and I got there late, late like you know around midnight on Friday. My daughter was there to pick me up, and I hadn't seen her since last last Christmas. And uh, I, the next day, I went to Fan HQ mm-hmm. in Eden Prairie, and there was a huge turnout there. And uh, so I spent an hour. I only had an hour to spare because I had to go uh, from there to Duluth, Minnesota, and do the, the evening news for the show the next day, to promote the show the next day. Um, but we stopped by and picked up my son, who I hadn't seen in over four years, and that was an amazing That's great. deal. Yeah. How much time do you get to spend with him? Any amount of time I can spend with my son after four years, I'm grateful to have. But uh, we spent about we spent better part of two days. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And I was just I wasn't even, you know, um, I think you know it's a lot of people that are listening kind of know my story and know you know my situation with my kids and um, my daughter came back around a couple of years ago uh, and it took a little while for my son to get back on board because you know just because I got my shit together and I'm ready to be a dad again doesn't mean my kids are going to stop what they're doing and you know just jump on board Mm -hmm. you know the happy express so uh, uh, I was I didn't I didn't have any preconceived expectations I didn't know hey, you know, like my son, maybe he was going to be a dick the whole time, or maybe he's still carrying a lot of resentment around. And it was just amazing. I couldn't have been happier. Um, he was happy to see me. My my daughter, I already know she's happy to see me. Um, and uh, so we just had, we had an amazing time. I, it, I didn't, it didn't matter where I was going to be when, as long as I was with my kids. And um, just... Uh, Great turnout in Duluth at Heavy on Wrestling. Uh, Lance Lance Archer was there. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he wrestled a guy named Mitch Paradise, who's a longtime Minnesota regular. Mm-hmm. He's a bigger guy. Still in good shape. Um, uh, Gangrel worked with uh, Kevin Thorne. It was like oh, a Halloween. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a Halloween theme. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, what the thing tag. is, though, is. <laughs> This is the thing. It was booked as a first blood match, but none of the, neither neither of the two guys were told it was booked that way. <laughs> and in the year 2017, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, we don't cut our heads anymore very often. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a WrestleMania not situation a- or who. Even then, it's not. It's technically that's you know against policy. Yeah. So you know, but just, it, it was just a happened. silly. It was just a silly thing to do to book a first blood match, knucklehead. <laughs> well, I love, it. I love, but the 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 people had a great time. That's there good. was a big crowd there. I'm not really sure, but it was packed. And uh, um, I don't know what else to say. Was this the weekend of your seminar? Yes, I did the seminar the, the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today's Wednesday. Yeah, yes. no, I did it Monday. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it, was a, it was a really big turnout for the seminar. I did two of them. I did a beginner's and an advanced class ap- after that. So I was there. We had about a f- total of about five hours. I stayed an extra hour at the end. And um, uh, 
really, really nice school Ken Anderson and and, uh, and Davari have. And, and sorry, Molly Holly. And Molly came. Davari yeah. was out of town. He showed up. Like he, I guess he flew in right after I was done. But uh, Molly, uh, Nora showed up. It was always great to see her. Although I had to adjust my like the way I talk when she's around. I, it's hard for me to cuss and <laughs> you know say a lot of the things that come out of my mouth without like blushing. So, uh, yeah. What were some of the differences between the advanced class seminar and the beginners class seminar? Um. Uh, <clears throat> well, the 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 advanced class, the second one. A lot of the people from the first one stayed for the second one, and we just organized like in the in the groups and uh, uh, for the second one, and like I. Organized. Some guys did an eight man. There was a tag, and then there was two singles matches. And then, like I was kind of like the agent slash producer for them, wow. helped them set it up. And then they had the match, and yeah, there was some pretty bad clusterfucks. But <laughs> <laughs> don't even bother bleeping that. Right. <laughs> I, was like, oh. uh, I saw yeah. Mark look time code. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got it. I'm just in case. <laughs> okay. It's pretty. It was, yeah. Uh, but that, but that's because you know what? They're at wrestling school. It's not mm-hmm. like they're you know seasoned professional. So, I wasn't expecting much more. So, I wasn't expecting any more. Uh, but the, the first, since I'm going backwards here, the first seminar was mainly all just uh, a film study and Q and A, and it was great. It was really. It was. It was. Everyone liked it. Everyone felt, uh, I was happy with it. Uh, Ken Anderson was happy with it, and, and everyone there seemed to enjoy it a lot. So I didn't think I'm going to keep doing them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did they bring in the film that they want you to study, or were you showing them this WWE is a match that Network you is a hell of a thing. Only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. $9.99, people. That's it. Yeah, everything I needed was right there. That's Thank awesome. you, WWE Network. So, Speaking of WWE, ready for the news? Yes! Okay. Why don't we hit it? Xbox, we did. One, two, three, 60, hey, that's news. you. Don't spoil <laughs> Oh, boy. So WWE shakes things up and releases some WWE superstars. So on Sunday, WWE announced that on their website that Emma, Emma Darren Young, and Samurai were released. Yeah. This thing, particularly with Darren Young... I saw him at the, he was at the Clippers game yes. doing a whole bunch of like, you know, promote, not promotions, but a lot of stuff with the kids and stuff like that. So to wake that up. Was the, that was the night before, right? That was yeah, Saturday night. Literally the night before. So to wake up on Sunday. He was doing that representing WWE? Yes. Yeah. It was him, right. Becky it was, Lynch. It was, it was WWE night at, yeah. at Clippers. So yeah. they had a bunch of superstars there. Yeah. yeah Becky Lynch slapping the mascot yeah. and all that shit. Miz, Enzo came, both of them came with the belts. It yeah. It's cool. So it's like you see all that and you see like they're promoting it on Twitter and then to wake up the next day and know like you don't have a job. So here's my question. Does WWE at least give you a courtesy heads up or you just find it out like everybody else? I'm not 100% sure about that. It's been mm-hmm. a long... I've never gotten one of those from WWE. Yeah, it just seems like... I don't know. It's yeah, just... when I... Every time I left WWE, it was a mutual... Uh, you know, decision, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, I, I, I. The only letter I ever got like that was from Nick Lambros and Eric Bischoff. Well, actually, Nick Lambros was WCW's legal counsel. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And uh, so that was the only time I ever got a letter firing me by, yeah, you know, by mail. This just so. Yeah. So I I don't think that they I think that I don't know if theirs are are by mail or if they get a phone call or how that works now. Yeah. It's she, talked to, she talked to I D? Spoke, I spoke to him, and I didn't... I, um, well, I thought about reaching out to him, yeah. but I figured he might want a little... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you know, because I'm known for asking, like, blasting off questions. So I just yeah. said, hey, you know, if everything's... Just want to make sure you're, like, okay. If you want to talk about it, we're here. If you don't want to talk about it, no worries. You know, we can always work out. So I kind of left it at that, and he said he was cool, and, you know... Oh, I'm sure. He seems like he would... Yeah. Be all right at this point. Yeah, but it just kind of seems, it just seems like just so. It's a shame for all of these because uh, Emma recently returned yeah. and she had amazing showings with, with Asuka these past couple of weeks, but she was just coming back from an injury and Darren is just coming off of an injury and yeah. Summer Ray is coming off of an injury. So it was, it, it only seems like a sort of a thing where it's. We're going in this direction, and we don't see where you fit in with right. that direction. So, sorry, we'll cut it here yeah. before we bring it back on yeah. TV. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it doesn't seem more complicated than that. Yeah, I, I can, I understand a lot more with Summer Rae because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she hasn't been um, she hasn't, since 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I would have given, I would have given an opportunity for uh, for Darren to come back and actually have some matches and yeah he hadn't even had any matches since he returned not on right? TV he's been he he's been a uh, traveling show or two yeah. a yeah. couple house shows since August I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's not gonna have a hard time getting work on the independent scene yeah no. I don't think so if either. he chooses yeah and it doesn't even to. have to be wrestling work like he could be an ambassador sure. for any company and yeah. just a great face to have right. out there talking for you on your yeah. behalf. Yeah. And Emma, she mm, bummed out by that just because I'd like I, I was kind of rooting for her because like we, she's because she's not you know there's a lot of girls that have a little have some that have more you know that are more gifted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, athletically and whatnot, and, right. but she really, really goes out there and, but there's and some really girls, works her ass off. There's some girls who are. It feels like if she had the right storyline to push her, she would have got there. But it's like she wasn't afforded that opportunity. I don't know. Just I didn't see too much of her, so it felt like. Yeah. And then after her last match, it's like, oh, she has a lot of potential. She can do yeah. some stuff, and it's just like now. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, timing. here's the thing. These things that seem like, uh, like big, like. You know, bumps in the road or or whatnot, or big roadblocks you run into in, in life or in your career, like can be are most oftentimes opportunities in disguise. Right. And uh, I believe Emma will do just fine. Uh, I believe I believe D will be just fine as well. Uh, the thing about the Emma release was, uh, I was spending a lot of time with my kids, so I was just hitting up social media just. Mm-hmm randomly like not as much as I usually do but I did see the Leo Rush thing that yeah. was really unfortunate it was a bummer yeah yeah it was a big bu- it was um anybody want to especially since he yeah. just came into Signed. the company and to already have kind of like something you know bad you know in the in the media okay, it was just wasn't nice I guess you it, can say it wasn't but it got way way blown out of proportion yeah. mm-hmm. that being said and I didn't realize that everyone had piled on him when I when I uh, commented on it because I even like yours I quoted actually, his tweet. I just said, "Sad to see this from you," because I was one of the guys that put a word in for it. Right. Your, yours, yours was one of the first reactions that I saw, and and then over the 
I think it was also his apology after that that got even more ire because of the tone the word, of it. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. So the tweet was, I guess there are the things, I guess these are the things that happen when you're not truly ready for WWE, Asuka. With so that clown face. With a clown yeah. face. It just kind there was no reason for it, essentially. He, he could have just, like, he didn't even have to say anything, honestly, right. but the fact that he put it out there, and maybe some people wouldn't misconstrue it as something really bad, but the fact that he put it out there, that's what's bad, and, you know, you just don't want to see that, especially because someone just lost their job, and right. whether or not you like them or care for them or whatever the fact is, they lost their if job. Yes, that's the thing. I was, You know, there's some people that are going to just defend somebody that they like no matter what. It's like it's like my granny, but may she rest in peace. Any one of her kids and and like the biggest F, F ups the biggest F up of them all, it didn't matter. Even mm-hmm. when I was wrong, she would just defend me like like you know, like like I was right. And right. and that, that's not the case. And a lot of the people that were defending that tweet uh, were wrong. And and uh even the, the people that were even more wrong were the people that are like wanting Leo okay. Rush's head on a chopping block yeah. or to have him fired. Don't be idiot. That's yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, that's the culture we're in. It's kind of one of those things that you know I I, I don't feel he try to do it in malice. It's one of those things that everybody is tweeting. Everybody's on social media. He probably tried to do it in a certain way, and then it backfired in his face. And you know, it's just one of those things he has to yes. take the L for it. Yes. So all you know. this is just all, all this like backlash and all that. That's that should be the end of it. That should be the consequence, and that's it. Yeah. There's no. Come on. He should be fired. He doesn't. He didn't mean his apology. How do you know what he means or doesn't mean? We're not in somebody else's head. And and also, social media is such an important part of the business these days because it allows yes. a direct link to these people. So yeah. this is this is another part of the learning process. Yes. Where now that, not to say that he didn't have a lot of eyes on him before he came to the WWE, but now that he has even more... It's this is just part of the process, you know. There, other superstars have have made worse tweets and are still with the company. So it, it's, it's not even something that's even being considered. Like, sure, no, but, nobody in their right mind would even think of okay, let's let's get rid of this guy over a tweet. It's a learning experience. Yeah. Oh, all you people out there that 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 are doing that, the, the piling on, mm. just stop. You know, like. In all honesty, it probably happened at a good time for him before he gets too much momentum and he's in a great position and mm-hmm. he does something stupid. Like, at least now he's, he's got the learning experience. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I screwed up. I'm still new. I'm learning. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't gone through, like, Dijak needed to go through media training. Maybe he hasn't gone through all that yet. Everybody needs he to thought, go through media training. Yeah. And he thought, oh, this is a funny, this is funny, right, guys? I'm going to tweet it, not realizing that it would have been funny in the room you were in, yeah. but not for everyone to see. The thing is, is if he would have figured out how to actually make it funny, it might have gotten, no, it might have got, <laughs> yeah. not gotten as well, much. Well, that goes back to what we were saying yes. earlier about, like, the, that joke better hit if that's, that's right. your punchline, because it's either going to be really good or really yeah. bad. I just think it's interesting how last week we were having a totally different conversation when it comes to Emma. You know, we were talking about TLC, talking about how, you know, she wasn't squashed, which a lot of people, they were upset that Asuka didn't squash Emma. But, you know, other people like myself were, this is great because this is giving Emma an opportunity to stand head to um, head head with Asuka. And now now she's been released, which to me is just like 
very heartbreaking, especially because you have to think about the future. And in terms for women, I think it's a lot more difficult for men to go and pursue, you know, a career in the Indies. There's more work, but it's a little bit more difficult for women. Emma has the name, which is great, you know, but it is going to be a little bit harder for her. I mean, I hope that I would like to see her in TNA maybe once, well, an impact once they, um, you know, get their financial financial situation more put together. I think she would could do some wonderful things there. But as of right now, it's kind of just like a floating thing. As for Summer Rae, I feel like she might, I feel like this might be towards the end. I she, think she she's might heading to Hollywood. Else. She's going to yeah. Hollywood. There, I, I don't think that yeah. there's a question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't she see hasn't already. Wrestling. I mean, she's, she's, yeah, she's, not a rest, she's not a wrestling person. But I'm I, sure she'll get, you know, a WrestleCon or, or you know, mm-hmm. the big event or what's, oh, that's right. I'm, I think the big event's this weekend. Right, November fourth. Right, research. Yeah, that's yeah, Saturday. I'll be there. Um, but but that's with with Summer Rae. I I've been like her and uh, Emma. I should say their days in NXT. Um, some people say that Paige and Emma started the Divas Revolution with their NXT Women's Championship match, which is still an amazing match to go back and look at. Summer Rae's character work with Sasha Banks when they were the BFFs and even bringing Charlotte into the fold, some of the best. And and I'm I'm real sad that she didn't we didn't get a chance to see her on WWE TV again. Huh. Yeah, summer think- talking about summer, right? Summer. I, I you know when the Fandango character was uh, was introduced and they had Summer with him as yeah. the, you know his dance partner I loved that combination that was great and it, and it worked and uh, it was a good it was good role for her mm-hmm. and I just uh, after that I just there was no, there was nothing they did with her that I, I thought really uh, I don't know it, did, it just didn't fit for, it didn't work for me yeah I wonder if Emma has to do the 90 days or she's gonna opt out of the ninety days and just like you'll sh- you'll see her on Shimmer or on Wow. Well, no, she should take the ninety. She should take the ninety days and take the money. It could be a good time to reflect and kind yeah. of see what the next steps are. Essentially, now I'm just wondering, like, if this was our, if they already knew that she was gonna be released during while she was during the time the show was facing Oscar, and if it's kind of like a the right hand didn't tell the left hand sort of thing, or hmm. when yeah, how did this all did, come yeah. about? You um, know? Okay, so. Uh, if you knew you were releasing Emma, why didn't you have Oscar just run run right. her the yeah. f over? Yeah, That's nothing against Emma, but wheel like, out. yes, yeah. yeah. So that, I'm a little confused by that, but you know, the, people, I'm not I'm not one of these people that thinks that uh, that Oscar not squashing Emma uh, hurt anything at all. Mm. So. Okay, what's next? All right, uh, Triple H will be heading to the squared circle. One, two, three. Uh, so that one again, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> it's the cue next to that, by the way. Anyway. Uh, there was so much time, and like, yeah. that news story went on so long. It was, they, it was one of these. They just it was one of these. Real dumb, it was all over. Dad? It's fine. Um, so Triple H tweeted that he's going to be um, headed into the ring for uh, the for UK uh, when they go to WWE goes to UK. So SmackDown yeah. and Raw is going to be going there. Um, interesting fact, Roman Reigns still sick, so he's still out. Yeah. So that's kind of we, we were kind of discussing. That's kind of one of the reasons maybe why Triple H has decided to do that. So it should be an interesting thing for their European tour. That's Paul. Like he can go from not having a match in a year for a year and just go just hop right in the ring. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, that's he's like that. What about the thing like with ring rust? Does he continually train as is, or is it just one of those no. muscle memory type things? Yeah, it's too, you've been doing it this long. I don't, I don't have ring rust. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. Well, he just wrestled in Chile, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was with SmackDown. He wrestled with the New Day, and the video of him going around twerking and dancing with them like, kind of got pretty hot. He'd be rusev, didn't he? Yeah. I think so. I thought it was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that they added uh, Triple H to this because they could have easily just been like, okay, well, he's not going to be there. Continue with the show. But they didn't. You know, they added something for the fans, and, you know, the fans are going to know that this is special. And I'm, I'm glad they did it. I'm excited for them. Well, I mean, they could have done that, but it wouldn't have been a good idea. That's – and WWE knows that um, when when you have something like that happen, you want to – you want to make people feel like they got a little something extra in return for for you know somebody for being a headliner missing you, out. Yeah. Yes, like I, when, let me just give you it for an example. When I was getting ready, like I'm the heel and and Scott as Razor Ramon mm-hmm. is the baby face, and I have a, a singles match run with him on all the big shows, Madison Square Garden, you know, or well New York, Philly, Baltimore, mm-hmm. like that that whole loop. Uh, so. It was right around the time Scott gave his notice, and then all of a sudden they pulled up a, a drug test from like six months prior to that and said he failed it. And uh, so they took him off the road, and they needed a replacement mm-hmm. to, to work with me in one of the top matches. And so uh, they bring in Roddy Piper. Wow. That's how, that's how they replace somebody. Yeah, you bring somebody either of equal or greater value. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's so awesome. that's that mentality. That's why Triple H is um, replacing Roman Reigns. Well, I think that's we saw that with TLC too, and the fact that we we have so many people who still can go. I think that that provides this rare opportunity that we're seeing. Unfortunately, a little bit too a little bit too close together um, with all of the, the the bad sicknesses that are that are going out. And and I heard somewhere that some other folks might have gotten sick as well on Raw, but I didn't see anything else substantiating that. Uh, but with the Triple H with Angle, like that, one hundred percent goes along what you're saying with the equal or greater value. Yeah. And we got uh, uh, Angle Dad with the shield last yes. week, which is great. <laughs> Angle Dad. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Bray Wyatt also has been cleared, by the way. Um, but I do have a question. So as an athlete, like, I feel like you have certain injuries or you're always, like, sore or injured in a certain part, no matter, no, like, certain part of your life. Sure. Do you feel like when you go back and you do the ring stuff, it just aggravate, aggravates those old kind of injuries and you're just kind of out for a little bit or how does it you're talking about out i'm not sure i understand so meaning like for instance like i have i tore both my hamstrings my shoulders jacked up my fingers jacked up and i think of back injuries yeah but the way my body works is like usually one or the other kind of you know one's one's bothering the rest of the body it rotates so i find when i do like a workout or i do something else or like play football like i'm jacked up not for two weeks but like a month yeah. So do you find like that's the same thing with your with your body as well? Sure, yeah. I used to like you know, if my neck was bothering me real bad, I'd just like break my pinky or something just to get my mind up. <laughs> what are you major pain over here? <laughs> <What>? oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right then. <laughs> Don't do that at home, kids. <laughs> well on that note. <laughs> Uh, Here's the thing, though. Like you know, there's, there's these the soreness you get from have when you first get back in the ring is like a, a an old friend that that you know came back. Yeah, you're used, you're used to having it. Yeah. It's just always there. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, it's a comfortable. It's actually comfortable. You're used huh. to that yeah. bit of pain, like that's right. Yeah, when you're not, I don't, I don't remember a time not being in some sort of pain. That's right. At all, at all, it's that, never happened. That athlete life. There are different yeah. kinds of pain, everyone. There, you yeah. know. It's that like you know you get out of bed and you're like, oh, okay, sure. my, my ankles are going to bother me today. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, before we get to the next story, why don't we take uh, a quick commercial break? Uh, we got some words. Don't you tell me what to do, Mark. <laughs> okay, well, Pete, hey, Annika. That's me. <laughs> that's not me, so I won't listen. <laughs> B? I said B, not P. Okay, I thought. <laughs> I'm also, I'm also deaf, so there is that. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> What's up, party people? Roxy Stryer here from The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. We're your twice-weekly broadcast of One Man's Midlife Crisis and the mad millennials in Star Trek uniforms that follow him. And I'm one of those millennials, Lauren Magrasso here. We've had some amazing guests like Russell Simmons, Ileana Douglas, and Craig Gass. Coolio, right? Christian Blatt in the house to tell you to go to thetomorrowshow.com to check us out. We're live every Monday and Thursday from 10 to midnight Eastern. That's thetomorrowshow.com. Be there, be square, whatever that means. Hey, Xbox One, Two, Three, Sixty fans. I just wanted to tell you two ways that you can support the show to help it grow. First, if you've ever wanted a shout-out or surprise message for various occasions from me, all you have to do is visit celebvm.com slash Sean Waltman to request a video today. Not only does it support the show, but a portion of the proceeds go to charity. Second, to visit ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Waltman. That's the only place to grab shirts with the X-Pac 12360 logo, Wolfpack, or many other designs. If you pick up a shirt, make sure to tweet us using the hashtag X-Pac 12360. That's CelebVM.com slash Sean Waltman for a personal message from me, X-Pac. And ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Waltman for X-Pac, Wolfpack, and X-Pac 12360 gear. Thanks for supporting the show. Now let's get back to it. All right. I guess we're back. (laughs) (laughs) That was clean. I guess we're back to it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sean. And now back to Sean. (laughs) Now back to it. All right. Um, Impact has some re- has had some releases of their own. Hello. One, two. There it is. Three. Thanks, Phil. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a rough week. Who'd think that right before the holidays boy, that, we would get that a bunch better. of releases? Yeah. Oh boy. So, um, Rock Rockstar Spud. My bad. It's a rough Rock, name. It's... And he also has a very heavy accent too. So, yeah, Rockstar Spud was one of the folks that they released. Which is he he did a lot of comedy stuff like the, the past little while and it, and it was good and he I, I love his style in the ring but I'm just happy that he gives an opportunity to take that somewhere else yeah, yeah. me too Where I like that somewhere else is r- reportedly 205 Live in the Cruiserweight division. Yeah, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, uh, Ryan reported that uh, he's possibly going to be moving all over to there, so that's the, the rumor I that, think... would, that'd be a good fit for both both uh, parties mm-hmm. I, I think like... he'd be the first guy that could give Enzo a run for his money on the mic and just oh, have yeah. him and Enzo on the mic back and forth for a while. That'd be great. Hmm. Of like, who's yeah. the bigger bad guy? <laughs> I think that's what draws you in too, because I don't when you, when I do see Two Hundred Five Live and here and there, that's what's kind of missing. It seems like Enzo has all that like amazing mic skills, and everybody else is you know there, but they're not. You know, I almost kind of look forward to the nonsense that he's going to say. Like, yeah. okay, what is... And then the the hip-hop references that he uses in them is absolutely amazing. Like, did he just from that? Okay. Like, it's amazing. It's like, I, I really enjoy, I enjoy his stuff. So it's kind of like, if somebody does come and rival him, that would be an interesting 
kind of way. Yeah, I hope it happens. I, I think people know I'm a, I'm a rock star. I'm a cock star stud fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he hosts his own show on the High Spots Network, so maybe that's something that WWE likes about him, that they're going to bring him on and give him a network show. Or Multifaceted. A, a YouTube show or something like that, where maybe he like interviews just the 205 guys and they have an entertaining thing backstage. They, I mean, they, they might also, he might be a missing piece of the puzzle for the long-rumored UK show, having him and Nigel on commentary. Oh. Now, I would love to see, like, I would love to see both of them in the ring again, but, yeah, I mean, for Nigel's various reasons. Retired, right? Yeah, <laughs> Nigel's retired. Um, but uh, but Spud, I, I think, deserves a, a chance in the ring for, for WWE. So do you think WWE actually takes profit from the YouTube series off the WWE superstars, like for instance, like you know, Xavier has his show, Bella's has their show. Xavier definitely. Xavier, they've. I mean, they they get sponsored by the video game companies, and and talent gets gets paid based on that stuff, and then the company gets various things. His merchandise is on WWEshop.com. It's not its own separate thing. It is a product. It is a, another product of WWE, but more of like, a, all right, just don't. Up, get... up, down, down is a product of WWE. Yeah, the shirts. I and thought stuff. it was their own. I thought they he did that on his own. He created it. Mm-hmm. He created it by himself. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, and then for some like. Out, recently, they've been like airing stuff that he's been doing for the YouTube series, and it's not just uh, it's not just Xavier anymore. Uh, like Cesaro has a Clash of Kings series, like for a mobile game, uh, and and they have these big ad tie-ins. Like uh, Rocket League was a big sponsor mm-hmm. of the WWE oh, yeah. for th- over the course of three pay-per-views, from yeah. Great Balls of Fire to SummerSlam. Rocket League was a major sponsor, and they had a tie-in with Up, Up, Down, Down. Instead of putting it on the regular WWE channel, they had a whole tournament featuring just superstars. They made their own I remember title that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, and and it's it, so there. There's some stuff where it's a little bit more WWE than Xavier, where it's like him at home doing an unboxing I, of like a Disney yeah. loot yeah. crate or whatever. I'm missing out on the gaming thing, right? Like, I need to start. Oh my gosh, gamers. it the, was crazy. I went to the Madden, um, the Madden NFL. This guy won 250. Thousand dollars for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Good lord, that's a lot of money for playing. And that's what he does. He spends eight hours training. Like that's his job. That's mm-hmm. what he does. It, it was yeah. unbelievable. It's it it's the the old classics that are now coming back in like the full high def, where it's like yeah, this Madden is how I remember. Well, not just that, but like Doom. The new Doom is one of my favorite <laughs> things. I flip and love the new Doom. It's so great. Uh, but yeah, gaming. But Didn't they have like Castle Ron- Wolfenstein? Have you ever heard of yes. that? Yes, no, yeah, the new the Did, new Wolfenstein you know that, old came that out. game is? Yes. I mean in the, the late <laughs> 70 early 80s, mm-hmm. that was a computer game from like the the TRS-80 computer mm-hmm. that I, I started on in like 1982. They rebooted it a couple of years ago when the sequel just came out where it's uh it's uh it takes place in America but in a Nazi controlled America. And it that they, sounds fun. it's well there's a <laughs> kind of like man high castle style. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. So, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of darkness and a lot of stuff that you wouldn't did you wouldn't expect to see. But apparently, there have been some rewrites uh, of the script and some stuff that you find from uh, the current American oh, political yeah. climate <laughs> over the past couple of years. Sure. Anyway, yeah, we, me and Denise over at the kids' table. Over yeah, here. man. I, uh, <laughs> man. But anyway, we played duck hunt back real. in the day. Yo, <laughs> duck hunt was sweet. And the dog just laughs at you. <laughs> just the whole deal with the gun and everything. That, that Nintendo was the best. So cool. Yeah, with the Super Mario and all and the Duck Hunt. What was the other one that I played? Yeah, whatever. That was the double I game, need, right? Hey, so I'm, 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 I'm really thinking also about taking field. up gaming. 
Yeah. I think that I'll, I think I can get a gamer pass as far as being a newbie. Oh, I think sure. you. And there's there's some ways that you can travel with it really easy. If if or or just take it at home. Actually, I have I have a one I just, of my. I want to get a Twitch channel or yeah. whatever the hell you call mm-hmm. it. Twitch. I want to get like all. Oh my gosh, what that everyone would be else is doing. awesome. Yeah, because you'd be throwing up. all these f bombs. It'd be great. Yeah. I'd actually watch that. What's something? Hey, let's try to hook that up. Yeah, I'll let you know. I, I'll go I, buy, I, this I'll is go, Mark's area of expertise. I'll right? go buy. I'll go buy the PS4 and mm-hmm. like all that shit. And, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that, that after up. the show. All right. This sounds like a show itself. Mm-hmm. Like, it Sean is. getting into competitive gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Not competitive gaming, dear God. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'll be just competing with myself. And, <laughs> and I just think that um, because of some of the cognitive issues that I have from different things over the years, mm-hmm. I think that there's something about gaming that will help me with that, will help like reroute different shit in my brain mm-hmm. and uh it and, helps a and, lot in, in ptsd yes yeah. yeah i the vr that's going to be an amazing uh treatment for ptsd yeah the there, there's some amazing stuff on there and once once they really unlock it and, and yeah. make it cheaper for people to develop i i agree with you yeah wow right. so rockstar spun super yeah. excited <laughs> but uh before we move on to the next story just while we're talking about the cruiserweights there's also there's also been a long held rumor that hideo atami is going to be going up to 205 live once they have something storyline for him and what, what do you think about that <laughs> about 205 live being the place where hideo atami can come into his own i i hope so yeah because I, I know him as kenta right mm-hmm. yeah and and you know in japan uh i want to see that version of him as much as close to that as possible and i'm i i i think that you know i think you know when you when you get injured like he got injured mm-hmm. that can that screws with your head so bad you know and uh and that's such a nasty looking injury even now you can still, you still see, see the scars because it doesn't it looks similar to how my shoulder is mm-hmm. you know and uh uh i want to see him overcome whatever that is that was you know Whatever, because I, I, I just know it's there. I know at least it was there. He had a, a, an amazing match with Bobby Roode yeah. at TakeOver a couple months ago for the NXT yeah. title, and he's not really been on TV too much after that. He had a little thing with Cassius Ono, Chris Hero, yeah. um, and since then he's not really been on TV, so I don't know if they're holding on to him for a little bit so that they can sure. figure it out and get him right up there. But his, his past couple of months have been pretty solid. Oh, good. And really aggressive. Good, because... It's just such a crying shame to have a world-class talent like that not showing even anywhere close to their full potential on such a huge stage. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How many writers do they have, like per, sh- like on each show? Boy, I don't know. I, I really I don't. don't know. Like, and I don't know if since since the cruiserweights are also on Raw, I don't know if that's something where it's one team on the two shows or if they hand it off. Or because the reason I ask is like, say if they have six writers, it's a big locker room. So, you know, these six writers are thinking of storylines for, you know, the, the main event and all this other stuff. So people get left behind. But there's more writers than, you know, so I'm just kind of wondering how they break that down to try to make, you know, maximize the people that they have there. Mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I show up and I, you know, say hi, and, you know, visit. How many writers up. are there here currently? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a weird question from you. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of those, you know, specifics these days. His things have changed so much mm-hmm. since I was there full time, mm-hmm. and oh, it's easy to go. Oh, it was way better back when I was doing it, but you know, this is how it is now. 
Well, I, and I just remember there's one more thing from, um, uh, and now I'm just calling him Kenta. Um, but he had a match with uh, Oni Lorcan, Biff Busick. Oh, yeah. Uh, where Oni hit him with an uppercut and broke his nose. Mm. They stopped the match, took him to the back. He was cursing the entire time. They went to commercial, came back, and he walked out from the back, still with a messed up nose, and finished the match. Okay. It was just like nuts, and and of course, completely. Un- how can you play? I'm gonna break your nose, but it was it was one of the moments where you went, okay, I'm really into this guy, and I want him to hurt people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see that. Uh, that that Hideo uh, Hitami. Yeah. How do you say it? Hideo Hitami. Hideo Hitami. Hitami. Much better. Yeah. So much. Better. All caps. Ugh. Kenta. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Guys. I want to see that eye of the tiger. That, no like, pun. Yeah, Japanese strong style. Just that whole like, fighter spirit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to see anyone get hurt, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I mean, I want to see that out of the smaller guys. They have to have that. I yeah, mean, I think that's why he'll be good on two hundred five because so many other wrestlers in two hundred five are from the indies and have that mentality and style and know how to go with someone like that in the ring and yeah. aren't going to be afraid to get hit. Especially yeah. that part. Because they're, they're going to get, get in. Yeah. But imagine yeah, Hideo and Cedric, or Hideo and Rich Swan, mm-hmm. or Gallagher. Like, any of those pairings would be good. Hideo and Brian Kendrick. Kendrick. You know? Oh, man. It's just so much good stuff. You don't even know. You have no idea. This is how he says. <laughs> wow. It's like how they were talking about video games. How you, you talk you got, about hair. You got wood underneath that laptop right now <laughs> talking about this? Wow. Spanky. The <laughs> <laughs> great story for you. Scoot over story. that way a little bit, Denise. <laughs> Get Lula away from her. <laughs> Don't wake her up. Wow. She was snoring a bit. Um, I love this show. Wow. Um, I will move on. Uh, the Young Bucks have been, put, <laughs> been added to the list. The list. They just made the list. So um, uh, Chris Jericho, he has a cruise that's coming up. So he had put it posted on Instagram that they're going to be added to the cruise, which is going to be you know a pretty awesome event. Like, but but we were we were talking earlier, and and we wanted to wanted to ask the room, what does this affect Jericho standing with the company by having the Young Bucks on the cruise, or or especially with their recent le- like quote six. legal trouble? You yeah, know, so. I'm pretty sure Chris is. Not overly concerned about getting a little bit of heat mm-hmm. for something like that. He's got. I mean, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the what the nature of his deal with or what the relationship is with WWE. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a you know he comes in and and does some stuff and then leaves for a while. Yeah, Chris Jericho's a guy that knows what he's doing. Essentially, I feel. Yeah. You know. Sure. And uh, you know. Uh, I just don't see that being a huge issue sure. at all. You know, okay, they might fire Jimmy Jacobs for showing up on, you know, the being the elite or, or showing up, you know, walking outside and taking a selfie or something. Mm-hmm. But Chris Jericho is a little bit different than Jimmy Jacobs, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. You Makes know? sense. Yeah. So uh, the Young Bucks, so uh, Stan Lee's Comic-Con happened in Los Angeles. It mm-hmm. was awesome. The Rock was there. Delicious. Um, but also who was there as well as the Young Bucks, and they actually um, ended up slamming... Um, Christopher actually, Daniels. Yeah, he was on our show, um, through a table, which was kind of interesting. I wish we had the, the video of the show. That's okay. Yeah, they had the whole panel, and then the panel ended with a big fight between the Addiction and the Young Bucks. They ended up powerbombing Chris Daniels through a table and hitting a Meltzer driver. 
I can't believe yeah. that they would do it on one of those stages. Yeah, it was nuts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're not comfortable. Cool. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that. I, I wasn't there. I just think it's kind of cool that... Uh, well, I saw Stan Lee tweet, uh, send a tweet out a few months ago. Yeah. Um, putting over the Young Bucks. And, I, and oh, really? the Young Bucks jumped all over that. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. So... Thanks, Uncle Stan. Yeah, it was something like that, but <laughs> really it was like, you know, um, I don't know how personal the tweet actually was, but I would have done that too if I was them. Yeah. Yeah, I was at Stanley's Comic Con, but I was working, so I didn't get to see any of this. But I was just like looking, and I was like, "Wow, there are so many wrestling fans here. This could be like half of a wrestling convention." And um, you know, in comparison to the other conventions, is that comics and you know wrestling fans intertwine versus if it was more like an anime convention or something yeah. like that so it was really cool to see like this community of people all around it was fun I'm super mad that I missed the young bucks and everything mm-hmm. but um, the, again the young bucks are just so smart in terms of marketing themselves and getting all this stuff on here so being at Stanley's Comic Con and doing all this was like an awesome move for them there yeah. does seem to be like a crossover with a lot of the comic cons as far as like a wrestling conference um, oh all crossover. the time yeah, yeah. I, I had the pleasure of meeting Virgil at uh, San Diego Comic Con wrestling superstar Virgil yeah wrestling superstar Virgil yeah. He, put me, he put me in a headlock without asking me. It was was great. he? In, was he? A, did he have a booth or was he walking around? There is. There is. <laughs> did he have a pop up? No, he didn't have a pop. There is. There is. There is an area where I was in line. It was. It was billed as uh, Ted DiBiase and Virgil, and my brother oh, was a huge. Ted must have loved that. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't show up. He Ted was like, yeah, yeah Ted, Ted couldn't make it for some reason or other. My brother was a huge Million Dollar Man fan. Because he found out they were announcing him with Virgil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, Virgil, just being honest. Virgil got there really early, and everybody was in line to meet Ted, so he yeah. just started coming up and talking to us and oh. said, you want to know how to get out of a headlock and just put me? And I was like, I'm just... Okay, sir, you're in control. Do whatever start you need to do. biting people, too, like he did the dude on uh, Larry Wilmore. It wasn't. It wasn't that late. This was like this, like ten years ago. Yeah, but it was. It was. It was wild. Oh boy. But but yeah, no. There's always been that bit of a crossover. If there's any sort of pop culture, there's some folks and Virgil that will always tend to be there. Oh. Wrestling is hot right now, so even yeah. more than ever. That's why Bullet Club had a panel at Stanley's Comic Con last year. It might not have been a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I you and know what? Topic money. I stopped by Hot Top, uh, two different Hot Topics, and did not see any Bullet Club merch in either one. Really? No. I, there, I saw like uh, Ingo Bernables. I like they had their own like area where it was like their own setup with all of the various shirts. Um, and I think I don't know if they had umbrellas yet, but they had they have like patches. Yeah, they have patches, stickers, uh, pants, pants yeah, stickers, so hoodies, like all sorts of stuff. Not selected hot topics, but the ones where maybe it sold out before, so they decided to push it more in those areas. I've mm-hmm. gone to a few hot topics in different cities, and I've actually seen them in all of them. But if they were here in Southern California, so yeah, yeah I missed yeah. in Duluth, Minnesota. They they uh, they don't have it, and uh, in Eden Prairie, mm-hmm. Eden Prairie Center, they need that's a, a little they need a, Yeah. Hmm. You need to get with the program over there. I feel like if people weren't already jumping on this Chris Jericho cruise, they're definitely going to, you know, be super psyched about it because it just sounds like cool madness. Well, this is, I would say this is building to Kenny versus Jericho on the cruise because him and Kenny have been having their whole Twitter war. Clever girl. Back and forth. He just booked the Young Bucks on there. I'm sure he's going to book Kenny on there and everyone's going to finally get to see Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. 
Did, yeah. uh, and so a bit of a tangent, but did anybody see uh, their Halloween costumes this year? Oh, Kenny Omega Jasmine. was Jasmine. Marty Stroll was Aladdin. Yeah, Marty Stroll was Aladdin, and the Hangman was the genie. Yeah. Okay. The Thanks. best was, give me a a boo. And he puts his boot on the turnbuckle, and he's like, no, not a boot, a boo. And he puts the monkey on the turnbuckle, <laughs> and he slams his head into the monkey. It was hilarious. The ref, the ref was, like, <laughs> checking Kenny, and he was, like, getting frisky with him. It's, it's How come just, they didn't have bad luck following me, the, the genie? He was in the U.S. Oh. for the Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just the three of them were out there. And uh, last year, it was the Ghostbusters, and Nick Jackson was the ghost, right? I yeah, think. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Any um any really really brutal Halloween costumes this year from wrestlers? No, I like New Day's costumes. New Day's were good. Yeah. Drew Gulak as Sasha Banks. Drew Gulak was Sasha Banks and it with looked, the wig and everything. It was, it was ridiculous. Awesome. Uh, oh man, they did a a, a costume a Halloween costume contest li- uh, like live streamed oh, yeah, it, and that. Sasha was like, "Oh, this is great. I don't have that much down there, but." Oh, what? we're live! Yes. <laughs> Sasha dressed up as both members of the bar. She had one of those, like, stacking uh, costumes. Like yeah. yeah, where it looked like it was somebody standing on another person's shoulder, and she made the bottom one look like Seamus, and then she wore, like, a bald cap for Cesaro. Right. But New, New Day's was the best. Yeah, uh, Biggie was uh, Akeem the African Dream. And, was uh, he? Yeah. Any, yeah. any, any. there's footage of him doing that? the... Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah, you have. Course, have you seen Akeem? Yeah, 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 of course. I didn't know what to think of that back then. <clears throat> and it was just kind of, you know, I, because I was like, okay, I'm still like all about the more serious characters, and you know, but I remember, okay, I liked One Man Gang when mm-hmm. he came through Florida, and and then they, <laughs> oh, Kofi was Brother Love, yeah, yeah, and who's that? Jimmy Hart, Jimmy yeah. Hart. Oh, Xavier come on, Jimmy that's Hart. great. That's classic. Rusev crushed. I wasn't sure if that was Donald Trump or Brother Love. (laughs) Red versus orange. That's where Donald Trump got that from. (laughs) I I want people to love me. Wow. Well, I'm talking about the orange. The orange skin. Yeah, the carrot gimmick. Too much keratin. (laughs) Carrot gimmick. One of the bells is making a comeback to WWE. One more. <laughs> so, um, Nikki Bella, the, the the rumor is that Nikki Bella is going to be making a comeback to WWE, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be documented through Total Divas. But the whole thing is that Daniel Bryan, his contract is ending next yeah. September, and the rumor is that she's going to try to make a play for his job, that type of thing. So that's kind of what the whole storylines because Daniel has been saying that he wants to go back to wrestling. Yes. And if WWE doesn't re-sign him as far as wrestler, he's going to go to the indies and then Bree is like, I feel like this is a soap opera. Bree, Bree is um, backing him with that. So it's kind of like what do you think so is going to happen So Nikki would be going for the position? And... Nikki would be going for the position allegedly. Yes. Interesting. Mm. I mean, okay. did, did so one of the things that that happened on Raw is the, the, the Daniel Bryan came as a representative saying, hey, I wasn't behind the attack last week, um, and got chokeslammed by Kane for in the dark, in, in the dark so that he didn't actually yep. get chokeslammed. But uh, yeah, they brought him in and, and got him hurt for, for a little bit, but uh, he seemed to be starting to express, at least on TV, a little bit of like, well, they get to fight and I don't. Yeah. Just a very, very, very little a bit. A radio interviews, too, I think he's mentioned that as well. So. And definitely on Twitter. He hasn't been silent about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just think that a person should do the things that make them happy. Mm -hmm. uh, I hate to see somebody go and, and you know, cause any more long-term damage health-wise, but, um, you know, we have our, our journeys, and, and, you know, he has to take his wherever, you know, he feels like taking it. But that's the thing. Health-wise, though, it just feels like he... He's at the point now where everything seems like it's all intact. So yeah. if he were to go back and something else happens and he's no longer able to walk or do this, all this, do this, yeah. do this all, all this other stuff, it seems like more of a risk. It is more of a risk. So I don't. Like, it I is mean, more of a risk. But here's the thing. That being said, we're all, every single one of us, the most, the health, the most healthy of us, are one bad bump away from being paralyzed for life. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's that there's that way to look at it too, and and we we can adjust, and and most of us do adjust our styles over the years as as our bodies get more beat up, and I mean I would assume that you know Daniel would be mindful of these things when he steps back in the ring. But that's also isn't that a case too with who you're wrestling with? You need yeah. an experienced wrestler. That's right. To... Sure. So. Yeah. Oh, no. Good luck to yeah. Him. Yeah, I hope for him. I mean, he. I just want him to be happy, just like you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's no. It's not for anyone else to say what he, you know, can or can't. Do. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, his 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 immediate family. You know, the, you know, the mother of his children. I mean, she has every right to be concerned about mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, really, the rest of us. You know, whether it's the the people that are uh, are pushing him to get back in the ring. Or the one saying, don't do it. Like, really, like, step back and let him make his own decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and ja Daniel's just like, he is, he's incredible, first of all. And he's just one of those guys that lives and breathes wrestling. This is his life. This is his love. And just like everybody has their certain passion in the world, if he would not return, if he doesn't return to the ring, if that's the decision that he makes, then he's going to go his whole entire life thinking like, I could have done it or I should have done it. And he'll never know, you know, what the outcome would have been. He can yes. go back to wrestling and be perfectly fine. Because mm -hmm. like you said, every guy that goes into the ring and chooses his career, they all have, unfortunately, the same they're running all the same risk. Mm -hmm. So it's more just like if this is something that he loves and he feels he is still capable of it, then, you know, do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. Yes. You don't want to be, you know, 50 years old and, and regret it. Yes. Resenting things. And it's not a good it's 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 it sucks. So it sucks. WWE hasn't cleared him, but is there a possibility where they can make it where it's like... His own doctors have cleared him. Yeah. He's been yeah. cleared by like yeah. top NFL right. doctors, yes. by people that know what's... You know, they know their stuff. Mm -hmm. So with that... Oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take an NFL's... Necessarily NFL's doctor's word on that. <laughs> I, I, well, when it comes to that kind of thing. I know he saying. went to UCLA mm -hmm. okay. um, and, and got cleared by Good. a physician like there. Like the head guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love for him to find a pupil and just bring up the next guy that's gonna like fill his shoes like this is the guy I went out and scoured and found that's gonna like make an impact on wrestling like I did and just be his manager and at his ringside and he's oh. still on TV and people are seeing him he doesn't want to do that I think that would be great <laughs> I, 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 I could see I, mm, I see him more as the, where he is now but I don't I feel like once an athlete, always an athlete, and he's not ready. He feels like since everybody's cleared him, he wants to do exactly what you're saying. Oh, like yeah. what, what, what he does. So for, for him to go and 
you know, do this and watch somebody and then now be ringside all the time and watch somebody do something that you mm. want to do. I think that's even worse than just yeah. being But I don't mean energy. like WWE, like you're going to manage this guy, mm. make him popular. I mean him literally go out and find someone that he sees potential in that reminds him of himself, mm. that he wants to get behind and nurture and guide him like William Regal did with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see that. Maybe when he has a son. And, and it's not necessarily the same type of injury, but when uh, Shawn Michaels had to retire and then came back years later, it it could be a situation where in, in a couple of years he'll be able to take a test and pass the test based on changing criteria. Mm-hmm. So we it's definitely not the last time we're going to see him in the ring. Or a business is down and they need somebody to help this <laughs> business. Hey, Kurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So okay. Kick anything hands. else going on around here? <laughs> anything else you want to talk about? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's what I mean. Is there something I'm forgetting? No. No. All right. Uh, in, in terms of where you're going to be this weekend, yeah. anything like that? Well, you'll Saturday, November 11th, you'll be at Real Pro Wrestling for Red, White, and Bruised in a tag match, uh, and then you're headed to Australia for the Australia tour from. November 24th to the 27th. You'll be in Melbourne on Friday the 24th, Adelaide Saturday the 25th, Bisbane on Sunday the 26th, and Sydney on Monday the 27th. And I'm, this weekend, I'm at the big event. Yes, the big event that Shawn Michaels is the headliner of, it says right here. The big event in, um, oh, where is it? It's in New York somewhere, yes. LaGuardia. Yes. Hmm. Do you get jet lag? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some I do, yeah, but it's usually only when I go overseas. Hmm. Not as much like coast to coast. Yeah, because nah, I mean my hours are. I don't know. I have pretty. The, the way I go to sleep, I I, I go to sleep fairly early these days compared mm-hmm. to what I used to. Right. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what the hell that has to do with any of it, but <laughs> I just don't think I, I don't feel the jet lag uh, domestically. Okay. Because it just feels like sometimes, like if you're traveling to certain places, like you're you are fighting it, but then your body's like, no, like like yeah. the day I saw Wendy Williams go down yesterday, it's like no, your body's like, no, we're we're laying it down. So it feels it like was, traveling that far and back. Am I a, am I an asshole for laughing at that? No, no. a lot right. of people are. <laughs> assholes a lot are of people laughing. are assholes. No, laughing, laughing. All right. <laughs> I mean, because she's okay, right? Yeah, she was good. She was just—it yeah. was the. It, she was probably wearing a waist trainer, which she's known for weight wearing. If you guys haven't seen it, just Google it. I don't think you mean like a corset. Wearing. Yeah, that's a. That, that's that's what, crazy. That's what a lot of women are wearing. Still, that's a, yes, that's they buy bullshit. that to make their weight. Kim Kardashian's the one who brought that back into the whole. That's trend. like torture. And renamed it. Yes, waist trainer. So why, why don't we bind? Why don't we bind their feet while well, we're at it? Uh, that's so hard. It could be the costume plus the waist trainer, and you plus know she's lights. older and lights and mm. gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, if you're a boxed water anyway. Hmm. <laughs> boxed water. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, that's about it, everyone. I'm happy uh, everyone joined us this week. And next week, we're going to have a special guest. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll I'll clue you guys in sometime this week on my Twitter Twitter account. We'll find out. So, uh, for the baby Lula and everyone else here at AfterBuzz TV, we'll see you all next week right here on XPOC 12360.
From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Sean Waltman, producers Jimbo Frank and TK Trinidad, managing producer of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling Mark Donica, and the entire X-Pac 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow X-Pac on Twitter at TheRealXPac and email us at xpac12360show at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV Network. Buzz you later!